0: Brownie, it's a podcast bonus. Oh, oh, shut up. Good morning, Melbourne. It's Chrissy, <laughs> Sam and mate. Brownie. On no robust Leo <laughs> debate happening in the studio. Titus O'Reilly is here. I am. We, What's we news, might. Mate? I shouldn't talk footy. Yeah, should we not? should. Yeah. Um, are you going tomorrow night, Melbourne, Sydney? I am. So finals are back in Melbourne, which I'm thrilled because this is always the when lockdowns were happening. This time of year, Melbourne spring final start starts to get warm is isn't it magic it's the best time of year the best and because you, you come out of that winter fog where you just yes. sick of the it's 13 every day and yeah. like, this is what i hate about lockdown the other thing i hate about lockdown is i would have just willingly been microchipped by bill gates they didn't need <laughs> to go through all the theater all the carry-on they like you know could have what just what set I mean? up a marquee in the car park. Yeah, just and you would have come up. get microchipped. and yeah. I would have done it. You yeah. know, like give me my two years back. <laughs> you know, it just it seemed overdone that they didn't need to do it. But I, I love having it back. And f- as a Mel's supporter, I love the fact that I can go to the f- a final, ga- you know, a game in the finals tomorrow without risking going to jail. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Benji yes. Burbank, are
0: they going to be on the scene this year? Are well, they special guests at the AFL function Burbank tonight? Burbank were in the news were, a couple of weeks ago. They well, were the, obviously well, the, the Melbourne supporters that flouted the rules. flouted the rules. The the rules. They, they went through Darwin and yes. they apparently lied on some forms. Mm. And um, one of them, I think the one that owns the nightclub, he... He's been okay. There was a story about him being in Europe or something, but the other one who was a financial advisor, he lost his licence oh. because of he forged no. documents sort of. It's not a Did he open a bar? Well, I don't instead. know what he's doing. But I've always wondered if those guys were really Melbourne supporters, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I mean, if you're a Melbourne supporter, you can get a lawyer that can get you out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good Actually, that's a good point. Oh, in, in hindsight, are we surprised? Are we surprised that it, that we're not talking about Burbank, Babbage, and O'Reilly? Well, yeah. that's because no one knew I was there. Because mm. <laughs> I've got good lawyers. Yeah. Actually, if <laughs> I'm committing fraud, yeah. you know, which you know, writing like falsifying documents, which mm. you know, regularly do, I don't. I don't, don't think going get photographed with all the. <laughs> they were was photographed a, with everyone. That was do really you know weird. what I mean? That and then post the it on on Instagram. Geez, it looked like a good time though, including guilt Yeah. Yeah, cool. they That's got a the picture with Gil. Gil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they go, yeah and all the players and, in the rooms and every, after Yeah, in the rooms after they pictures with everyone and they put them all on Insta. <laughs> this, is the, this is the thing. People thought nineteen eighty four and George Orwell that there'd be this big brother watching us all. <laughs> yeah. They didn't realise we'd just self incriminate yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how difficult those rooms are, especially during COVID times, those rooms are to get into post grand final. Yeah, so they but knew clearly people. Clearly they knew people. You ain't a nightclub, you can get into a room of AFL players. Mm. You know, so it's not reckon, that what do you hard. It's about, hard to get into the rooms, though. Oh, really? Final. What do you think about this theory? Brownie's got a theory that if Melbourne make their own final, like I know how busy you would be during a Melbourne round, Brownie, if Brisbane make it, a very busy 20 with uh, various functions. Yes. And Brownie reckons that if Melbourne make it, Burbank and Babbage will be well sought after on the <laughs> <spectrum> circuit. <laughs> Dude, I agree. Will. Really? Yeah. They'll, they'll be knocking off... Uh, Premiership players, former, not as many Melbourne former premiership players, but they'll be knocking the, the, Yeah, you know, In terms of your guys, if, yeah. if Melbourne gets in, if you're organising a function, hey, mate, I'm, I'm going straight for Babbage and Burbank. Absolutely. Agreed. So you've got It's a great thing. Having said that, though, point. people that organise these kinds of functions. Don't aren't really inspired, they'll with get the footy club, ones, they won't get I mean? the corporate. You're right. You're right, yeah. But can I just uh, this caught my eye Mo- just moving off of footy for a second because mm. it, it, you know, you've had all this stuff with Shaq recently, uh, Jonathan going on, Jonathan and you, very me. lucky. But I saw something uh, last week that caught my eye on the back of all this is um, Dennis Rodman. Oh yeah, has offered to go. So, the, Brittany Griner, who's the American basketballer who is in jail in Russia mm. yeah, and yeah. has become a bit of a political pawn, but Putin arrested her as the sanctions came on. They she was playing in Russia and they mm. arrested her and said she'd had cannabis oil in her bag. And she's, yeah. and she's gone in such WNBA player WNBA player gold medalist plays from plays for America. She's in jail and for ten years for ten years far out. So no. Ro- Dennis Rodman has said. I'm, I'll go. I'll go to Russia yeah. because I've, you know, I've got yeah. experience being an ambassador. And isn't mm. he really good friends with Putin? Well, no, he doesn't know no, Putin because he, he, he likes, but he likes Kim Jong Un. So I was looking into this, and I had to laugh because I'm reading this thing about Dennis Rodman and stuff. So I started googling and looking at Dennis Rodman's career as an ambassador with, <laughs> you know, Kim Jong Un, and oh, I was like, dear. how did he end up in North Korea in the first place? Yeah, right? Yeah. We all know now he was. He's still friends with Kim Jong Un, but how did this all happen? Mm. <laughs> And so I found out that Vice, you know the show Vice News, Vice the Vice News Network, mm-hmm. the docos and all that, yeah. edgy docos. When Kim Jong-un came in in, I think it was like 2013, they said, how do we get to him? And they knew he was a Bulls fan because he spent time in Switzerland, Kim mm. Jong-un, like a terrible dictator. So they said, "Let's try and get Jordan." Jordan says, "No." Let's get Scotty Pittman. Pittman says, "No." Let's get Dennis Rodman. And they said, "Dennis, do you want to come do some basketball diplomacy, sign some autographs, run a thing?" Where was Luke Longley? Yeah, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> they, they say Dan overlooked. They say yes. So <laughs> d- d- Rodman's agent Darren Prince, he gets to work organizing the trip, right? Mm. So he does all of that and negotiates it all. The problem was he didn't know there were two careers. He didn't know there was a North and South Korea. <laughs> yes. So he thinks I'm just organising no. a basketball trip for Rodman to do an exhibition and sign some autographs. In so Seoul. He, well, you know, he just goes, in Korea, great, we'll do it, right? So they're on the plane to Beijing. On, they're going to go fly to Beijing and then fly to Pyongyang. Yeah. They're on the plane flying to Beijing with Rodman's there and all this, and Rodman just thinks, I'm doing this thing. <laughs> Rodman's also got a manager, so he's got his agent who's organised this. But then he's got his man the day to day manager, and the day to day manager says Darren Prince, you know, starts talking to him and doesn't seem right. And he says, "Can I see the contract?" And the guy goes, "Oh yeah," and brings it up on his laptop and shows him the contract. And the manager reads it, and he looks at he looks at Rodman's agent and goes, "You idiot! That's you're thinking of South Korea." He said, well, "Show it to me." He goes. Mate, this says Pyongyang. You cannot send Dennis to North Korea. <laughs> Do you know what? Nor- Do you understand what type of place this is? Why and- didn't they check before yeah. they got on the plane? Well, the- because the. Agent didn't know there was a difference between... Oh, he just thought course. there was one yeah. yeah. like, career. American so they're Americans. Really he smart. didn't know. Um, bad, bad sign for Dennis Rodman to have a manager who's dumber than him. Yeah. <laughs> so they <laughs> land They land in Beijing. Yeah. They land in Beijing and Dennis still doesn't know what's going on or what's happening. And he's in Beijing and they're about to get on the plane and he goes, um, oh, like, so just to let you know, Dennis, we're going to North Korea because Dennis doesn't know... Yeah. He doesn't know about Korea of at course, all, like yeah. you know. So he's like, okay, so he's on the plane flying to meet this dictator, and he is oblivious. <laughs> it's good to know how it all started. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I have wondered how they Isn't this, so but how so great they stayed in touch? <laughs> well, <laughs> they did. So they the went to the... letters to each other. Yeah. yeah. The first night, he plays basketball, and meets him, and he invites him back to this drink, and they all get absolutely drunk. <clears throat> they're drinking like this but, Korean spirit, which suck. is fire <laughs> water, and. Kim Jong Un has twelve shots while they're talking, and oh. one of the guys from Vice, he—they're in the middle, and they're all partying. And this guy is a producer for Vice, overseeing filming this trip. He's got a whole tumbler of Johnny Walker Black, and he has a little sip and then the dictator Kim Jong-un stands up and doesn't speak English, the author and interpreter starts yelling at him and he thinks, oh, my God, what faux pas have I committed? I, I could get killed here. And the translator says, he wants you to skull the whole thing. Yes. So he skulls the whole thing. Jesus. <laughs> and then he's partying with all the North Koreans to the point where Dennis Rodman comes over to this producer from Vice and goes... I'm going to need you to calm down. Oh <laughs> you're embarrassing me in front of Kim John Un. Dennis Rodman. And he goes, he 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 goes when down. you're partying at a dictator's par- party and Dennis Rodman tells you. <laughs> <laughs> you need to bring it down a level. Unbelievable. <laughs> what a great story. Is this going to be covered off in your podcast? It is, yeah, yeah. So that uh, once I read all of this, there's like a thousand other things. Fantastic. We're going to of have course. that up in the next week or so. so, so sports bizarre with, uh, with the great Malloy. But isn't that the best? He's mate. Talk about when next time someone says, I've got a bad manager, I've got That'd a bad agent, go, do they know the difference between South That'd and be North like, That'd be like, wow. like Browning on a footy trip with Pikey coming over and going, mate, just settle down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy, Sam and Brownie, Ripper Show will be back tomorrow. Chrissy, Sam and Brownie, unless it's a weekend. You know, a 100.